Hey everybody, Phil Vassar here. This week on Songs from the Cellar, Vince Gill, 21-time Grammy Award winner, is going to be here. We're going to have so much fun. Vince Gill, Songs from the Cellar. It's going to be amazing. And go. Welcome to Songs from the Cellar. Today, my very, very special guest is Vince Gill. I love you, man. I'm so oh, happy to see, see you. Friend. Me too. And J-Dog's here on his birthday today Happy because birthday. this was his birthday Thank present. Thank you. Yep. He said, <laughs> Best he said, one ever. He said, all right, for my birthday, I said, well, you know, I've got Vince coming over to the house it's today. Either a car or the old guy. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> man. I'm just telling you. Man, it's, uh, you know, it's, I've been trying to get you in here to do this for a long time. As a matter of fact, we talked about this a long time ago, actually, about what, three or four years ago. Um, and it was so funny because... You know, we said, yeah, and you're always so sweet to do stuff. You do all, everything for everybody, and you're the best about yeah, that. Thanks. And I know you regret it. <laughs> no, I don't. No, but so, I'm just You saying. know, somebody asked me one time, they said, why do you do as much as you do? I said, well, there was a long period of time where nobody ever asked. Isn't that the truth? You know, so yeah. just people need your help. It makes sense to oh, chip in. Well, I do appreciate it. We're excited about the show and and uh, the Circle Network. And, and, of course, you know, you do so much stuff on the opera. You're, you know, you're such a staple you know and and um you know I, I don't know if you ever heard but porter introduced me on my very first show and got my name wrong oh everybody does yeah that's a rite of passage at the opera is for somebody to screw your name yeah. Up. yeah martina mcbride we got introduced by grandpa jones one night as matilda mcbride <laughs> matilda <laughs> yeah the guy goes they everybody go, got screwed up they go to porter Hey, man, what's his name again? They go, Phil Vassar. Sylvester. <laughs> so that's it was, true. That's right. Yeah. I, I know that story. There's another great story. Of, uh, <laughs> the, Grandpa was always the one that messed him up, it seemed oh. like, but he was introducing Gene Shepard. And he goes, now here's a little gal that's been around here a long time, and he couldn't remember her name. He goes, she's a dog, she's a dog, she's a dog. Gene Shepard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Man, so there's a million of them. It's just so much fun. I mean, it's you know we we just played this, this past weekend, and and it's just always, um, I mean, just the camaraderie, the fun. It's like um, it's just really nothing like it. I mean, I, I mean, I don't no, know there's not. It. It's um, to me, it's it's the it's the greatest opportunity to go somewhere and see maybe 60 years of history. Yeah. In music, you know, you go yeah. to a show and you see a headliner and maybe a couple of openers, yeah. and they're all fairly current or. Maybe it's a nostalgic band, and you go see them, and another nostalgic band. And but there, man, you, one night you'll see little Jimmy Dickens, somebody out doing their first night, and everything in between. It's an awesome. And, and most people don't realize when they come that it's a live radio show. Yeah, you know, they think it's just a concert. But yeah, commercials, everything in between. It's, I know, it's man. Great fun. Selling Martha White right in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, it's the coolest thing ever. I mean, but I thought you know, getting my name wrong, that was was about. It was a good rite of passage. We're back with Vince Gill. Thanks for being here, Vinny. This is so much fun, dude. I love this. Good fun. The thing about somebody like you, and I always thought, I've thought about it a million times. It's like sometimes when somebody's such a great singer, they can get away. Get away with average with songs. singing <laughs> crappy, whatever. Right? I'm just saying. <laughs> Guilty. But no, but I'm just saying. But you know what? I always loved about what you, what you do, 
and, and, you know, you, you know, I was always, I write so many words, right? It's like, blah, 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 blah. and it's like, you know, it's like, everybody would be like, Vince Gill can say more in like one line, you know what I mean? Which is true. And I think that's a big deal, you know? Well, it kind of, you know. And Succinct, you know? A lot of that was was from the, some of the lessons I learned from folks like Guy Clark. You know, yeah. I said, every word has to matter. The yeah. and, the you, the, you, you know, just the words you think would be throwaway words. And also... Because I'm musical, you know, musician, right. I have a mind of a musician. I've always been taught that less is more Right. as a player, right. you know. And, and when you're young, man, you're, you're all full of it. And you want to play everything. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I, got, and I got a good lesson then, too. Yeah. One of the earliest sessions I ever did, it was time for me to play, and I played my solo, and the producer pushes the talk back politely and said, that was great, man. He goes, let's try it again. He goes, this time, uh, just play me half of what you know. <laughs> and it was a great lesson you know I got great lessons from a lot of people I, my first records I made were solo records were with Emery Gordy who was a great bass player oh, yeah. played in Emmy Lou's band played with Elvis oh, yeah. all these great people John Denver and I love him to death and, and um, his wife sings pretty uh, good yeah Patty Lovis <laughs> she's not bad and wow. we're we're working on my first record, and it's a real. I wanted to be a real traditional artist. Yeah. Back then, but the music of the early '80s was really not pointed that way too much. The record company at RCA, they weren't about traditional, so I said I don't want to give them something they don't want. Right. So I was lost for a good while. But singing a real traditional record song in that first record, Emery says over the talkback, he says, "Man, you're singing great, but I just want to give you some advice. We already have a George Jones." Right. Says you need to find a way to sing like you sing. Yeah, and not be an impersonator. You know, and that's kind of the key. That's what you go through history and look at Merle Haggard. He sounded just like you knew who it was, and he opened his mouth. Oh. Willie Nelson, you know who it is. Johnny Cash, it just goes on. It, it's never, it never <laughs> disappoints. Right. You know, and it's funny because you hear that all the time. Man, this guy, we got another George Strait on our hands. I'm like, <laughs> well, we already had that guy. This guy's just like Vince Gill. Well, try to beat well Vince Gill's best at Vince Gill that there's ever going to be. <laughs> and it's funny because that's what you hear all the time, man. Yeah. It's it's uh -huh. which is kind of Nashville's thing. If something it's everybody's works, everybody's thing. Yeah, you know they find something. They do the same thing in pop music and right. rock music. They find what works and they all go emulate that. And they all, and by the time you're there, it's already come and gone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and that's the thing about doing, you know, doing your own thing. And and I mean, and we were talking about you know when I call your name, let's, we ought to do that, dude. I mean, okay. that song uh, that song changed a lot of lives, a lot of it our did, lives. It did, man. And it was, you and know, the, yours for sure, right? I'll tell you that what was interesting about When I Call Your Name, I I adore this song and always will, but we've recorded it, I'd sung it, and nobody nobody thought anything of it. They just kind of, eh, what's one of the songs on the record? <laughs> right. And then two things happened, three things happened to that, that song. Uh, the first was Barry Beckett, great piano player. Oh. Uh, late in session one night, we called him and said, can you come play on something? He said, I'll come when I'm done. It was like midnight, two in the morning. And he came in, sleepy, and played that beautiful intro to that song, and all of a sudden, the song had a definition. You know, yeah. I think musicians oftentimes play something that define a record long before the knucklehead starts singing the song. Oh, yeah. You know? And so he did that, and then all of a sudden, it, it perked up a little bit. And then Paul Franklin's steel solo, the back half of that steel solo is one of the greatest things ever. He played it once before, and it was a little pedestrian. You know, it just didn't really... And I'm a, I'm a steel freak. I love the steel guitar. <laughs> and I, Owens, I called him back, and I said, Paul, would you come back and replay that solo? He goes, no, I like what I played. And I said, well, please, 
I said, I really want the instrument to do what it used to do. I really want it to cry. I want it to do what nobody really wants to hear it do anymore. Right. And he reluctantly came in, and he wasn't very happy about it, but he played it, replayed it. It had all that great stuff that the steel does, and he pulled me aside later and said, thanks for, thanks for making me come, me come in there and redoing that. And let's, come in, let's come back and play it. We'll be right okay. back. Yeah. So when I called your name, you wrote with Tim Dubois, right. who signed me to my record deal. Yep. He was... Small world, isn't I it? know, man. I mean, it's... Uh, like I said, I either wanted to be on the MCA or Airsta. That was yeah. my two... I mean, you just talk about that time. We talked about it earlier, and it was you and Reba, George Strait, Trisha Yearwood, yep. Lyle Lovett, Steve Marty, Earl. Marty Stewart was there. Marty. Yeah, it was a million. I mean, it was killing it, it that was, label. Mm-hmm. And Airsta had Allen and mm-hmm. Brooks and Dunn and Rio. And I mean, yeah. it was like that time in Pretty music. Pretty magical. It was just everything aligned. You know, the, the exposure that it got from from television with yeah. TNN and CMT and country radio. Everything just, you know, the, the CDs had just become a thing. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden we were we were all, you know. It was crazy. Making some making some money. I know it was you yeah. and Garth and Alan. I mean, it was like like seriously, it was that time in Brooks and Don and and and, and Pam Tillis. I mean, there was some great. Yeah, Mary my Chapin favorite Carpenter, artist. Chapin and Mary Chapin and Lyle Lovelace. Patty Lovelace. Yeah, Patty was uh, to me. Patty. That man. was the that was the reason when I call your name stood out, and the reason it had it had something was yeah. When our voices, that's, you know, that blend of voices, her and mine, are, yeah. you just can't, there's something about it that, that's otherworldly that, yeah, magic. that, you know, can't deny. And, you know, that's a buzzword in Nashville now, right? That's, that's, that's all you hear. 90s country, 90s country. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you hear, man. It's like, it's all they talk about. And then, but it's like, you go, well, well all right then. <laughs> I was pretty partial to fifties. Yeah, whatever. I Well, let's do this, man. I'm, all right, I'm, all right. We're gonna well, do this. Luck? We're doing it in E, right? That'll work. Am I doing the start? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm just. I think I've only done this in the F before. I rushed home from work like I always do. I spend my whole day just thinking of you. And I walk through the front door, my whole life was changed. There's nobody answered, and I call your name. A note home. That told me goodbye Said you've grown weary Of living a life Oh, your love has ended But mine still remains Nobody answers When I Drive. 
Just having the show, the singer-songwriters, and being able to talk to you know guys like you, and um, that have just um, you know shaped this this industry really, you know. And uh, I mean, even we were talking about Jeff and I earlier. You know, Jeff and I grew up in Virginia. Of course, there's a lot of bluegrass. Stadler Brothers right. grew up in, around us, and a lot of lot of bluegrass. But you know, a lot of rock. We were, you know, there's a whole big scene, you know, and where we grew up. And and you know, of course, you know, <laughs> Jeff's dad who's a great pl- player, you know, himself. And, and um, he said, man, there's this guy I want you to hear, Jeff. And we were, everybody's listening to ACDC back then, you know, and, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and tell him, you know, you, seriously, you heard, you know, oh, yeah. he, he, he heard he, Vince's he, voice. I, I, was a rock, like, I was a rock guy, and, and Dad was always watching CMT, when, you know, and he was, you know, he was in his chair, and he goes, I was in the other room, he goes, hey, Jeff, I heard, I heard this fellow on CMT the other day. I think you're going to really like him. Because I, I said, I doubt it. You know, I'm just kind of. <laughs> and he goes, I said, so a couple of days went by and, and, and the video came on. When I call your name, he goes, Jeff, this video, come in, check this guy out. And it was when I call your name. And that completely changed yeah. my attitude. Well, absolutely. Right yeah. I mean, of course. And when you were, in, you were in Pure Prairie League, I mean, now you're in yeah. this other band. I was right. What's it? Anyway, so, I'm, so I talked to Vince about, well, since like four years ago, I'm calling you and talking about this show. So, man, I'm trying to think of this, trying to get my friends together in this room, talk about songwriting and music. And so he said, yeah, man. And, of course, you were always, of course, you know. And, and, and then you, you call, call back and say, man, I got this other call from, I said, oh, you did from, he said, the Eagles. <laughs> the Eagles. <laughs> I said, how did that come up? I mean, what kind of call is that? I remember that. That was pretty crazy. You know, it's the kind of thing that you wouldn't, you wouldn't even dream of thinking right. about being yeah. a possibility. And the thing that, that, um, you know, I knew all those guys for for many many years, and right. and Glenn, who passed, was one of my dearest friends. We shared a manager for a long long time, and um, and they weren't sure if they were going to press on or just lay it down, you know. And they also this this guy'd be 
would be a good fit, you know. And so Don actually told me, he said, I didn't really think of anybody else. You know? Wow. And so I've been a good soldier and had a good time and, and four years in now. And um, I can't believe it's, it's been four years. I know. This is my fourth year and having a ball, getting to play with my one of my childhood heroes, Joe Walsh. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I seriously. Was picking the banjo in one room, then going there with my guitar on 10 and playing Rocky Mountain Way in the other. So I had a, <laughs> a love for all of it. Dude, it is so great. Who knew? Buddy, thanks for doing Let's do another tune, man. Let's do. Um, I'm I think I've actually played Liza Jane with you before. Oh, Jay. Long time ago. <laughs> I know, man. Let's do this. This is fun. I'm following you, guitar slingers, today. Well, you got my number. Kiss it, I'll never be the 
Back songs from the cellar. Thank you, Vince, for being here today. It's been a uh, wonderful. I can't tell you how much well, I really appreciate. Wait- I love you. Buddy. Thanks for really- waiting. No, really. Yeah. Glad it finally got to work out. I mean, are Enjoy you kidding me? Down. Happy birthday, J Dog. This is uh, about the best birthday present you no, can ever have. Yes. <laughs> I know it's pretty dang good. But we'll see you next time on Songs from the Cellar. God bless y'all. <laughs>